This is Emma, owner of the Smarter Harder franchise and your current Smash Wrong. And you're listening to the Smash Yeah. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Smashcast. I am your host, Commissioner Pat Bose, and we are back. The 2022 Smash season is just around the corner. As I'm recording this, the draft is exactly one week away, which means by the time you are listening to this, the draft will be less than one week away. So we got a bunch to cover, primarily regarding the draft and what's going on there. But before we get into that, let's very quickly recap how the 2021 season ended because I didn't do any episodes last year. Uh, so first and foremost, congratulations to Emma on winning her first boot. Had a great season all the way through. Well-deserved championship. Uh, Emma, I hope you are enjoying the success. I hope you're enjoying having the boot in your house. Hope you're drinking many large beers from it. And uh, please get your name and year engraved as is tradition before you have to give it up. So again, congratulations. Well-deserved. Also, a big shout out to Aaron Kuzno for accomplishing his first ever, technically first ever, Sacco. Um, an excellent showing of terribleness from Aaron. Uh, Sacco punishment for Aaron is in the works. I have been in talks with him throughout the offseason. Uh, we've got some good ideas floating around there. As usual, we'll get more into that later, but trust that we will keep punishments going. Aaron is ready and willing to cooperate. And I appreciate that. And we're going to move forward with Sacco punishments. Um, speaking of Sacco's big shout out to Chris for getting the smash ass tattoo for his Sacco punishment from the previous season. I think pretty much everyone's seen it by now and it looks great. Now, every time I think about my big brother's ass, I get emotional. Uh, you know, the league could end today and the smash would still live on through Christopher's butt cheek. And to me, that is just a beautiful thought. So well done, Chris. Looks great. Big shout out to those of us who went to Glenwood Springs High School around 2009. Uh, our old friend Tannis Martin, who is working as a tattoo artist in Glenwood and provided Chris with the wonderful ass tat. So thank you, Tannis, for contributing to the league. Um, yeah, so that is everything I can remember from last year. Let's get into this year. Uh, the draft is coming up this Wednesday, August 31st at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you know, it's always tough trying to figure out a time that works for 14 different adults these days. So uh, weekends were tough. People were camping. People had weddings you know, whatever. So went with just a boring old Wednesday in an attempt to try and catch everybody when they were off work and available. Uh, I've pretty much touched base with everybody, either directly or indirectly at this point, and have gotten some kind of confirmation that you're available for that draft day. So hopefully that's still the case because we're probably too close to do anything about it now if you're double booked. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about that. But, uh, again, Wednesday, 
August 31st, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, just go check the website, you know, ESPN, same as always. So uh, if, if you have any confusion there. Um, let's see, we are going back to an auction draft this year, which I'm very excited about. I always like to mix it up, go back and forth. In my opinion, pros and cons to both types of drafts, snake and auction, both a lot of fun. Auction offers, you know, a fair playing field for everybody, which I think is cool and a whole bunch of craziness and chaos. Um, it's going to be a good time. So I think there's at least one person in the league, Matthew, who hasn't done an auction before, at least not with us. Uh, and it's been a while since we've all done one. So let's just quickly recap here how an auction draft works. Everyone will start with the $200 to spend during the draft. Uh, when the draft starts, it will randomly sort us into our nominating order. This order doesn't really mean anything. We just It's just the order that we take turns nominating players to bid on, and then the highest offer wins each player. Uh, so how do you spend? Like, what, what do players cost? Is it fab money? It's a great question, but uh, here's another one. What does anything really cost? Any item we put monetary value to, is any of it real? You know what? I'll tell you exactly what it costs. It costs time. Time spent with loved ones, significant others, parents, siblings, children, friends. Time spent away from your responsibilities, from the things in this life that really matter. Time. It's the one thing we're all running out of. And how do you choose to spend it? What do you do? You play this little fake football game? How old are you? You feel good about yourself right now? Nah, I'm just kidding. This is a good use of your time. Don't worry. And to answer the question, uh, there are sort of guideline prices attached to each player to give you some idea of frame of reference of what they should go for. Um, so be familiar of where that information is, but also understand that this will fluctuate wildly during the actual draft. So, you know, be ready for whatever top players we've seen in the past could go for as much as 60 to 80 plus dollars. And many players will be drafted for $1 at the end of the draft when everyone is out of money. Um, early in the draft, the player you nominate will have a lot of bids on them. But later in the draft, when most of the money has been spent, a player you nominate might and you might end up getting for the $1 bid that you nominated for. Uh, the money used for the draft is strictly for the draft. It doesn't roll into fab money to use later in the season. So if you don't use it at the draft, then you lose it. Um, so that being said, you know, your draft strategy is ultimately yours to decide. You can go and spend big on two first round draft picks and then chill for half an hour while players go off the board and then spend the rest of your money on a bunch of one to $5 guys late. Uh, you could save your money early and draft several 20 to $30 range guys to give yourself a little more depth or, you know, anything in between the choice is yours. Uh, you could always go with the classic Nate Riley method, drop $88 on Brandon cooks, yell at your computer screen, then go take a shower and take a nap because your night is basically over at that point. Um, so while your strategy is up to you, one tip that I will give, uh, if I may be so bold, don't be afraid to spend your money. Like I said before, if you don't use it during the draft, then you do lose it. Uh, 
if you end the draft with a few bucks left over and you basically got the guys that you wanted, then you probably did it right. But if you're in the draft with like 10 plus dollars to spend, go take a look at some of the players who went for $10 or so and realize that that player could have been on your roster. Um, so too much money left over is a pretty good indication that you goofed up somewhere. So again, figure out a way to spend your money. Don't be stuck with too much of it. Uh, the other thing that we need to cover is that we are going to bring back keepers following this season. Um, that's relevant to this year because uh, obviously it will be a player from your roster this season that you will keep next year. We are introducing one keeper at this time. Um, so we've never done keepers from an auction draft before. I've been looking into how to do this a little bit. It's pretty straightforward. Um, just some key things to go over. So drafted players for next year, we are going to keep them at their draft cost. So let's say you spent 20 bucks on, I don't even know, whoever, Tom Brady, uh, and you want to keep Tom Brady, then uh, next year you'll spend $20 to keep him. I'll adjust the money before the draft starts. Um, make sure that the player's rostered on your team, uh, you know, during the draft or whatever. Uh, keepers will be based on your end of year roster. Um, so it doesn't necessarily matter who you draft in terms of your keeper. Um, if you trade for a player, then it's whatever cost was recently attached to them. And so not necessarily their draft cost because uh, guys can get picked up off waivers, but there is going to be a limit for each keeper too um, in, terms of, in terms of waiver price. I need to research that a little bit more, but I think it's going to be something like 8 to $10 range. So that means the cheapest you can keep any player, whether you drafted him for $1 or added them off waivers for free is going to be that 8 9 $10 range. That's the, that's the lowest you're going to be able to keep anybody. So let's say, uh, but let's say a player is drafted for 50 bucks and then, I don't know, they get hurt or something and they're dropped to waivers um, and you make a bid and you win that player and want to keep that player. The cost to keep them will be what you added them in free agency, not what they were drafted at. So, and that same baseline still applies though. If you added them for free, then you're at that baseline cost. Um, and like I said, next year you'll, You'll tell me before the draft who you're keeping. I'll manually add them to your roster before the draft and remove the appropriate funds. Um, and this means that we are probably locking ourselves into auction draft again for at least one more season. So get comfortable because this is this is the plan. Um, now, as I said before, auction drafts are, I think, fun because they're kind of chaotic, kind of unpredictable, but they still offer a fair advantage for, for everybody in the league. Everybody gets the same shot at every player. Um, these drafts are particularly fun if everybody shows up and there are no pesky auto-draft robots lurking around trying to ruin all our fun. Um, so like I said before, it sounds like pretty much everybody can make it. Um, so make a point to be there. Show up to the draft. It'll be fun. Um, if, you, if you do shout and you don't show and we see a robot drafting for you, you will be penalized significantly week one of the season. So you've been warned. Show up to the draft. Draft your team. It's going to be a good time. Hopefully, we'll see. Maybe Ke maybe uh, Keenan will set up uh, like a Zoom call again like last time for us to 
touch base and chat during the draft. Uh, I think that just about catches us up to speed on everything, getting us ready for the season. Um, we do have a very special guest coming on to talk with me on the show uh, in just a minute here. But before we get into that interview, I do have a quick read from one of our sponsors. Hey guys, Pat here. You know, I'm not just the commissioner of the Smash League and co-creator of the number one podcast about our private fantasy football league, but I'm also an avid fantasy football player, just like all you regular people. And I want to tell you about a product that I've been using for a long time now. It's something I honestly couldn't compete in this league without. But first, let me set the scene. It's Sunday morning, 30 minutes before the first wave of games kicks off, and you're pumped. You got your schedule cleared. If you're Jordan, you probably just cracked open your fifth beer of the day. You sit down on the couch, and you open your phone to do your final lineup check, and bam, there it is. A trade offer from Dom Gamba. Now you're in a tailspin. Your head is swimming as you begrudgingly review the trade. Your number one running back for two of his bench players? You think, how can this be? Sweat trickles down from your brow as you wonder, is this offer even real? Is Dom just as delusional? Or maybe he's trolling you, trying to get into your head? You wish he had never even looked at the offer. Now your Sunday is ruined as you crush your phone in your fist. And then another trade offer appears in your inbox. Look, if you've been in the Smash League as long as I have, you've been in this scenario too many times to count. Oh, if only there was a way to filter the offers from Dom. Well, look no further than the Dom Trade Blocker app. A totally free download right to your phone. The Dom Trade Blocker app will screen and review any offers made by Dom using top-of-the-line analytics to review the offer for you, tell you how horrible of an offer it is, and recommend you decline it without ever having to actually open the fantasy app and see what it was. Folks, I can't tell you how much my sanity has been restored just letting the Dom Trade Blocker app take over and filter his terrible trade offers. And new this year, they are offering a premium subscription for only $3.99 a month with features like an auto response that will text Dom directly and tell him to fuck off every time an offer is sent, or my personal favorite, favorite premium feature, a failsafe where if you still decide to go open the fantasy app and even take a peek at what the offer was after receiving the analytic report and the warning, the app will shock you in the balls to remind you to stop. And the shocks even get stronger over time, so you can't like get used to the shocks and sort of start to like how they feel anymore. Uh, go to the App Store and download the Dom Trade Blocker app today and take your freedom back from the oppressive and maddening trade offers sent by Dom. <laughs> Okay, and coming up now, this guy is, well, is certainly one of the members of this league. Uh, let's get into our interview with our good friend, Colton Himmelman. Okay, joining me now on the Smashcast, um, the owner of the formerly known Silence of the Gams, the more recently known Let's Go Brandon uh, football club, is our good friend Colt Himmelman. Colt, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. 
What's up, Smash League? It's good to be back. First episode of the year. Hopefully not the last episode of the year. Last episode of the year. This might be. This could be. You made it on. Uh, there's no guarantees from here. I'm going to do my best, but there's no guarantees. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, how are you doing? How's your off-season been? Doing good, man. Um, looking forward to some match. Me too. Uh, glad to be back. This should be a fun year. It's crazy, yeah. We're back. We're going back to auction. You, you excited about that? You're an auction guy, oh. right? Yes. How how were you able to get uh, enough people down for auction? Oh, I just did it. I didn't ask anybody what we were doing. I like to switch back and forth. I've, I've said before, I think there's pros and cons to both sides. And uh, oh. I like to, uh, I think it's, I think it's good to mix it up a bit and do, you know, snake can be fun. I think, I think auction is great though. And so I'm excited to be going back to auction. Um, this might be news to you because we're actually, you haven't heard the episode, so you, you won't have heard my spiel before this, but, uh, yeah, going back to auction and we're bringing back a keeper as well. So, which means we're keeping a player next year, which means we're locking ourselves into an auction draft at least for next year, because otherwise it wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't really line up. So we're for sure going to do an auction draft this year and next year, because we're going to add a keeper again. So going to be fun. And that's all I'll say on that because it's already been said in the episode. So you'll just have to go back and listen and uh, it's been covered in detail. Um, Probably too much detail. So, but it's going to be fun. I'm glad to be back. Um, You want to get into some questions? Uh, Only one. Are we, uh, I saw Kuz float out a Vegas draft. Is there uh, (laughs) a, Is there anything behind that or no? I mean, I think Kuz is always down for a Vegas draft, but I don't know who's making it out there. I I would have loved to have been there, but this year's not good for me. Um, right. It's tough, man. Everybody's getting busy as we get older. It's tough to make a weekend. It's either yeah. it's either wedding season, or you got your kid, or you got your job. It's always something. But uh, man, I would love to get. The, at least the majority of the league back together again at least one more time while this thing is still going. Yeah, um, we did it pretty good last year. I think Connor had like six seven. I mean, he had like half the league at his house, I think. Yeah, that's but. a good point. Yeah, that 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 is pretty good. So, um, I, yeah, and, you know, the Vegas draft was classic. I think recreating that would be a good call. So, um, I don't know. I don't know if anyone's making it to Vegas or not. I haven't heard. I know I'm not, unfortunately, but... Yeah. Uh, I'm not opposed to trying to make that happen again down the road, uh, especially now that Kuz is back there holding it down again. He's back there. He's living there now. Yeah, yeah. Aaron's living there. Sweet. Yeah. Colt, you may have heard this one before, but give me your favorite chick flick. Ooh. I'm sure you got one. I'm sure you got one. Favorite chick flick, favorite rom com. Dead uh, air. For Love's a Game, <laughs> which is kind of a that's pretty chick flicky. Okay, yeah, that is kind of like romantic based, right? That's the is that yeah, the basketball movie? Ooh, remind me of the what's the plot there? No, it's Kevin Costner. He's pitching uh. a no hitter, I think. Or no, a perfect game. And then it's like, 
Um, yeah, he falls in love with this girl, and like throughout the game, um, trying to remember. He pitches, yeah, he pitches a no hitter or something. I, I was I was way off. I was thinking of uh, Love and Basketball. <laughs> it's a totally different movie. I was, I was like, oh, okay, love of the game. All right, all right, fair enough. I guess if it's if he's got some romance, we'll count it. We'll count it. What's yours? Oh, mine's always been Legally Blonde. I love Legally Blonde. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, Reese Witherspoon, where she yeah. goes to she goes to Harvard Law. That's yeah. Which which one? There's a few of them, right? Oh yeah, I think there's at least two of them. I'm sure I can't remember the second. I'm sure the second's okay. The first one's great. The first one's an instant classic for me. Oh, perfect. Um Cole, this is the year for Tua. Is Tua the real deal? You, you know, he there's no more there probably weren't any excuses last year, but there's certainly no excuses this year now that he's got the Waddle Hill tandem. Gasecki yeah. is good. The running backs are going to be okay. Like this offense is ready to go. Is is Tua is Tua going to be the guy after this season? Sadly, no, man. Okay. <laughs> He's so bad. I yeah, I do not see them doing very well with him. No. I mean, I I think they'd be better off if they had Fitzy still. To be honest. Yeah, Fitz Magic days. Most teams <laughs> were better off with him. It was a shame we didn't get to see him do it in Washington last year. I know. He's probably done now, yeah? I think he's done. I think he called it, unless yeah. something changed. But, yeah, makes sense. Um, Colt, would you rather, because you are one of, I, I don't know the numbers, but you're one of, I think, the few people who are holding out with no Sacco. We're coming up on our 12th year in the league. Would you rather guaranteed never Sacco for as long as we play or win a boot in the next 10 years. But you, but you might Sacco. Would you rather guarantee the no Sacco or would you rather get the boot one day? What's more oh, important? I, I think it's get the boot one day for sure. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. Good call. Good call. Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Colt, have you ever deliberately pooped somewhere that is not a toilet. Camping doesn't count. Shit in the woods doesn't count. Yeah, actually. Um, and, and it's actually all in the Boulder days. Uh, <laughs> this was a leading question. I sort of knew the answer. <laughs> because I wanted to get into this a bit. There was, uh, there was something of, uh, I guess, call it a poop war. Yeah, so if, if it's all right, actually, can I give my, just my small window into this world real quick, just to sort of set the scene, but I think, and then let you take over, because I think, so, yeah, because um, I can, this is sort of looking at either sophomore or junior college, right, whenever you guys are all up in Boulder, um, I was down in Durango, came up to visit you guys, so it's you, Tony, Drew, uh, are up there, you know, we come up for a yeah. visit. And I come up there and it's like you said, it's it's like this poop war. I've never seen anything like it. We've got like Tony Bosco upper decking somebody. I see yeah. I see Drew take a poop on the hood of Tony's car, I think. And I remember just thinking, like, what is happening in this community? Like and uh it was disgusting. 
disgusting. And then I, I went home, you know, not knowing what to think. And from my understanding, the poop war continued and really got out of hand at one point, right? Um, yeah, it got messy. So, and, and I want, I want to get into, cause again, I, I'm sure most people have heard it. Maybe some people haven't, it's always worth going over again, but there was the famous incident of, uh, of someone dropping a deuce in in Tony's house. Right. So, yeah. so yeah, and I'll stop talking there and let you kind of take over the story. Cause I don't, I don't know it as well as you do, right. but I know you were, you were accused of, of some wrongdoing at, at one yeah, point. Yeah, I was, yeah. Uh, whatever happened to innocent until proven guilty, but uh, the court of public opinion has always worked differently. Cole, you should know that. Yeah. So um, we were, God, he was, we were at Tony Bosco's house in Boulder, and all you guys were up, and we were playing. I can't even remember what game. it was. A we called it Rage Cage. So you put out like a hundred red solo cups and you fill them with beers and mm. shots in there and it's like a relay right so you try to get the person in front of you out and then you play until there's no more cups okay well we ended up drinking we, we played that game for like an hour or two and um we all blacked out and at least i did i, I don't remember anything and i remember waking up at like i don't know it was like 10 a.m to like and missed calls from Tony and a bunch of messages just like, I can't believe you shit on my carpet. And, <laughs> and I, I mean, I blacked out. I, I don't remember. So, this <laughs> oh my God, I got to stop drinking. Like, <laughs> so you thought in that moment. Oh, oh I, yeah, they talked me into it. And I, I thought for sure, like, I had to stop drinking. Like, this isn't good. Like, I'm just shitting everywhere. <laughs> and uh, the best, the funniest part about it is, well, there's a couple funny parts. Um, Tony's roommate at the time <laughs> wakes up and steps right in this big pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> which makes the which makes the whole thing way worse because it just tracks it all throughout the house. And this poor guy's not involved. <laughs> yeah, so the whole day I am uh so what happened yeah, the whole day I'm thinking I did this and you know, I'm hung over just as low as you can be. I mean you think you think you just fit all over someone's house. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember Cole I, I remember this detail because I remember we were sitting there eating breakfast, I think like shortly after and we were talking about this like right after it happened and the detail came out that Tony's roommate stepped in it while he was wearing his socks. <laughs> and we were saying that at, at I first. Brought that up. I, I almost brought that up. I wasn't sure if you remembered. I do, because I remember us saying, like, at first, that almost sounds like it might be better, but when you really think about it, that's so much worse than just, just, than just being barefoot. <laughs> you, yeah, that's so bad. Well, anyways, Drew and uh. Drew and Dom end up heading back to Durango, and um, Dom, this is the best part of the story. So, Dom specifically waits till he's like four hours into the drive and looks over at Drew and says, Want to get fucked up? And then Drew looks at him and just instantly knows that Dom did. <laughs> 
all over Tony's carpet. And, oh, Dom. Yeah. I, just, <laughs> I asked him why he waited so long to tell Drew. He said that if I would have told him any earlier, Drew would have drove the car around and made him clean it up. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Dom waited out. So Dom do. And Dom, Dom blacked it out too, right? Dom didn't remember. I, I, Dom knew exactly what he was doing. He knew the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> and so wh- when did it get around to you? When did you find out what oh, really happened? How, was it like the next day or was it pretty quick? No, actually, I think it was like a week or two uh, later. God. Because I think what happened was Dom waited until he was safely back in Durango just couldn't keep it a secret anymore like a couple weeks later we got drunk and called tony and told tony about it and then tony spent like i don't know he called me eventually and said dude i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah like, that just about ruined a friendship i was like you know too embarrassed to say i'm sorry about it just kept denying it but honestly thought i did it and tony i mean when i talked so yeah it's yeah it's uh, unbelievable it's uh <laughs> well so that's the that's the boulder poop story man and probably like the evil villain origin story for the sandbaggers while you're at i mean talk about the ultimate sandbag by dom oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> i mean it would have been the ultimate sandbag if you waited like two years to tell everyone you still had to sweat it out for weeks that's brutal yeah it's brutal <laughs> that must have been a tough two weeks yeah uh, i think i probably didn't drink a sip of alcohol for those two weeks because i was totally committed to just giving it up and then as soon as uh, the news got back to me i probably drank a beer or something <laughs> i'm sure you're like oh no i'm good I would, you're like right where you're like nah i would i knew you're like i knew it all along i never would have done that yeah exactly <laughs> oh boy those are wild times well thanks yeah. thanks for retelling that as uh that's a fun walk down memory lane for me yeah it's been a while <laughs> dom sorry to put you on blast there but uh that that story is too good not to be told and yeah. and it's been so long now hopefully there's no hard feelings all around i, I know I know Dom and Tone are on good terms anyways. So. They're uh, still out there somewhere, too. <laughs> the socks, they exist. <laughs> no one cleaned them. There's no, <laughs> yeah, there's no coming back from that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Tony's poor roommate. Oh, all right, let's get into some football, Colt. Um, I have a challenge for you that, that I want to see how you do because this year i don't know if it's just me i don't think it is but this has been a crazy off season and you know it's not one that i've been able to track um it's coming into the draft i i have like no idea who went where free agent signings trades have been crazy um so i want to put you to the test i'm going to run through a list of players you're going to tell me who they play for it's that easy is that <laughs> but I but I want to drive the point home of how crazy this is, and maybe even remind some people listening, like to go check this out because it has been crazy. So keep in mind, uh, these players may or may not have been traded or signed elsewhere. Um, okay. I did throw some trying to trying to keep it interesting and fun. So I'm just gonna rattle off some names. You're gonna tell me who they play for. Yeah. <clears throat> Marcus Mariota. Cool. <laughs> 
I have no idea. <laughs> Marcus is uh, actually was named the starter for the Falcons this year. Oh, he he will God. be rolling out as QB one at least to start the year for the Atlanta oh, Falcons. Right. Um, wow. Jared Goff. Jared Goff is still with Detroit, right? Yes, he is. Tried to trick you there. Jared Goff has not gone anywhere. Still at Detroit. Yeah. Uh, AJ Brown. Uh, did he move from Tennessee? Dude, I have no idea where he's at. AJ Brown is now on the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. Which is interesting. Um, <clears throat> Danny Amendola. Retired. Yeah, man, I thought I'd fool you on that, but you knew that. <laughs> Pretty good. Okay. Um, Jamison Crowder. Washington. He's now on the Buffalo Bills. Oh, God. So that guy will get zero starting time. I'm curious. I don't know. It's true. They have a lot of mouths to feed. Um, <laughs> a lot of people like, what's his name? Gabriel. Davis or something. Uh, Gabe Davis yeah, is the yeah. wide receiver too. Uh, that tight end is good. Yeah, yeah. That those guys are stacked. Um, Christian Kirk. I'm just gonna guess Baltimore. This was a big deal because Christian Kirk somehow signed an incredibly large money deal. I knew this one. Um, with the uh, with the Jaguars. Yeah, Christian Kirk went to the Jaguars on like a huge money deal. He's making like twenty million a year somehow. Um, yeah, just just for anyways. Um, Sony Michelle. Where where does Sony Michelle play football? It's fun too because I'm I'm wondering if people listening are hopefully guessing at home. He got traded last year. I'm trying to remember who he got traded to. And he, he, was, he was on the Rams. Sony, on the Rams, and Sony, he was a letdown kind of, right? Uh, he was okay. He he stepped up when, um, what's his name, Henderson went down with injury. He was he was all right. So, yeah, I think he's he's not he great. Not Rams anymore? He's not with the Rams. I'll give you that. He has left the Rams. I'll guess again, Baltimore. <laughs> Sony Michelle is on the Dolphins. No way. <laughs> um, Amari Cooper. Dallas. Amari Cooper is a Cleveland Brown. God. Um, that dude, I have not paid attention it's, at all. It's crazy, huh? There's some big names that have moved around. Um, Brandon Cooks. Houston. Brandon Cooks has stayed in Houston. Once again, I tried to trip you up. Um, how about... The only ones I've gotten right. Yeah, are the, are the ones who have stayed. Um, Ronald Jones, formerly Rojo. of the Buccaneers. Who does Ronald Jones play for now? Atlanta. Ronald Jones is on the Chiefs. Chiefs. You're not doing great, Colt. Um... How about what's that? Let's actually switch back to snakes. Yeah, seriously, auction's gonna be crazy. I don't know. I don't um, know where anyone's at. Well, I'll, I'll hit you with a few more before everyone gets bored. Uh, Raheem Mostert. Uh, is he not with San Francisco? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Chiefs. Raheem is also on the Dolphins. He went back to Miami. Raheem's in Miami, and I'm sure you know uh, what's his face too signed there. Um, who's the other running back that plays there now? The Cardinals guy. Edwards? No, no, it's um not James Conner, the other one, I think. I think that was who went. Anyways. Yeah. yeah, so so they got an interesting backfield now in Miami. Sony Michelle, Raheem Mostert, that other guy. I think Raheem was originally there. Is that right? Okay, I didn't know that. Raheem's a beast when he's healthy, he's just never been healthy. <laughs> um Robert Woods. Rams. Not anymore. Robert Woods took uh, AJ Brown's spot on the Titans. Really? Yeah. How about um? Let me see. How about Juice Landry? Where's Jarvis Landry play? He's still with Cleveland, right? He's on the Saints. What? <laughs> um. How about Julio Jones? This was just in the news. You got to know this one. Retired. Nope. New England. No, but he is playing with Tom Brady. No way. He went down to uh, Tampa? Yep, Julio Jones on the Bucks. Which, wow. it's crazy, too, to see how, you know, like, he's not even being drafted, I don't think. Because, again, there's so many mouths to feed down there. Yeah. Um, Allen Robinson? No idea. He went to the Rams. Yeah. How about How about Hollywood Brown? Ravens for sure. He was traded to the Cardinals. Um, geez, well, just goes to just go goes to show, folks. My point for all this was to have a bit of fun with Colt, but also to uh, drive this point home that this offseason has been crazy. Um, that that's all the interesting ones I have. So we'll leave, we'll leave that there. Yeah, I did not keep up with any of. Yes. Yeah. It's been a crazy it's been a crazy off season. How about uh Matt Ryan? He's not he's not Matt Ryan quarterback. He's not on uh obviously cuz Marcus Mariota is starting for the So who who uh, took Ryan? Man, you really don't know. He's going on. <laughs> Matt Ryan went to the Colts. He's a Colt. They so kicked what happened to uh Wentz? Uh he's a Washington football team. Got it. Yeah. So there you go. Do your research, everybody. Um, <laughs> this season is going to be crazy. Yeah. Um, Cole, I think I think I'm uh, probably kept you long enough. You have any any parting words for the league before I kick you off? I don't think so, man. I'm excited. We should uh, try and get as many people as we can together for a draft. Um, when is the draft, actually? I'm sure you probably touched on that. It's in the episode. It's uh, no. I'm not going to tell you. Just listen to the episode. This is going to force you to go, so I'm not going to say. I'll go check it out. Not here. <laughs> too much yeah. redundancy. <laughs> I can't talk draft too much. Is what this whole episode was about previously. Okay. <laughs> so go have a listen. Find out when the draft is. Yeah, um, one of these days before before everybody gets too old and spread apart, we gotta get we gotta get the gang back together. I agree. Yeah, it's really sure. it really should be a goal, even if we do it one last time, right? Oh yeah, so, totally. Um, but uh, hopefully we're playing Smash for years to come. Nothing's gonna stop me as long as everyone keeps showing up. I'll keep I'll keep showing up and setting the league up for everybody. So, 
I hope we I hope we're doing it for the next fifty years. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, Colt, you know the uh, the producers of the show tried to talk me out of bringing me on, <laughs> but oh, I think sure. we I think we proved them wrong. <laughs> yeah, very controversial number here. This was fun. <laughs> yeah, no, thanks for having me, man. This is this is good. Yeah, thanks for being on, and um, good luck to you this year. Yeah, you too. Go, yeah, and uh, all right. Well, thanks, man. Well, I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. See ya. Okay, thank you, Colt, for your time and for that abysmal effort on the free agent and trade challenge that I put together. Uh, I hope that you listening at home got to play along as well, and perhaps that was a bit of a wake-up call uh, for you to do a little research before the draft because things in the NFL are not as they once were. Uh, how many did you get right? The draft is just around the corner, so if you didn't do great, then go get familiar with the new face of the NFL in 2022. Um, I would also like to say to Dom, if he's even still listening at this point, uh, did I know that this episode would be shitting on our good friend Dom, pun intended, so much? No, I did not. But you always hope so. And Dom is a trooper, and I know he can handle the sauce. Um, I also want to say that since that interview was recorded, Dom caught wind of what was being said, and he and I spoke. And I'll just say that Dom tells a slightly different story than what Colt has told us here today. He wants the chance to tell his side of things, and he will get that chance. I'm not sure exactly when, but stay on the edge of your seat for part two of the Boulder Poop Saga, where Dom will get uh, his say on the matter right here on the Smashcast. Wrapping things up. I just want to say thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being a part of the Smash League. I will try and deliver some more episodes this year. It'll be pretty easy to beat what I did last year. Uh, also, thinking back to my kind of long-winded explanation about keepers uh, earlier in the episode kind of made me realize that yeah, how this felt very confusing and poorly researched slash prepared and probably had some wrong information. Uh, I'm going to work more on figuring out the exact details of what the keepers will look like, and I will get back to everyone soon. So don't worry too much about it right now. Don't take everything that was said uh, to heart too much there. Uh, I will, I said, I'll dig into it. For now, just know that we are definitely going to do a keeper. Everyone will be keeping one player from the roster this year. So uh, we at least need to plant that seed and have them bear that in mind before the draft. So uh, I'll follow up early in the season with what that's going to look like going forward. And uh, reach out if you do have any concerns about the draft date, anything like that. Definitely hit me up in the next week before the draft happens. And, you know, we'll try and figure it out. We'll try and see what we can do. I'm here to help. Good luck to everybody in the upcoming draft. Very excited to be rolling it back once again smash 2022 it's on uh take care the end oh thank you